Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Harmonics. Today's guest, a young rapper who's making a move throughout our landscape of musical landscapes that we're all into. I got today's guest, I got The Wiz. The Wiz, how are you, brother? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing fine, man. It's great. Thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm glad to be here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I sure do, man. I sure do. So, you know what? Let's, let's, let's you know we're going to talk a little bit we mm -hmm. got a we got a good show with you today and and you know one of the things i like to really get into is where are you from oh i'm uh i'm a bay area native you know born and raised in Oakland, california so mm -hmm. you know i'm right here right here you know uh -huh. what i'm saying the water's good you know what i'm saying the beaches are great you know what i'm saying and we're just we just it's a party you know it, it is a, it is a party man i'm glad you're from oakland man um so in your lifetime how did you get involved or what made you embrace music? And we're going to talk about what you're doing, but how did you embrace it? How did it come to you? Well, uh, it's ever since I was a little kid, I have, I have all family members. Like I have my, my brothers, my cousins, my uncles, even my grandmother. She, everybody was into music. Mm -hmm. So it just prompted me to, you know, basically follow in their footsteps. You know what I'm saying? And, right. Uh, I got cousins that sing, I got uh, uncles and brothers that rap, and we have collabs together, and it's, it's real nice, you know, to just have those collabs. That, you know, so when you're, when you're doing that, you've mentioned uh, your grandmother and everybody, so when you were young, mm -hmm. what were you actually listening to? I know that, what were you listening to? All oh. different types of music? Yeah, all different types of music. Um, Mostly, uh, you know, oldies, you know what I mean? Well, mm -hmm. for me, oldies, but, you know, right. but, you know, Marvin Gaye, you oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, exactly. you know, all that type of stuff, you know, Luther Vandross, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, all man. that good stuff, Aretha Franklin, all that, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's what I really grew up on, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But my favorite music is classical music, just for anybody who wants to know, that's my favorite music is classical. Really? Yeah, yeah. Get you, get, get you just relaxing in the mood? Or yeah. It, wow. it's, it's really like classical, it can go relaxed, you can go upbeat, you can go like all-out war music, you right, know, and right, it's, it's exactly. all over the place, and that's why I think I love it so much. Yeah, because it, it definitely has uh, those marches of where you feel like you're going in war. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like the, you know, or even like westerns, you know, mm -hmm. just the whole, the, whole, the whole genre. So when you were going through your stages, what kind of, you listen to a lot of music, were you always a, were you a singer or were you in any other groups or were you just kind of just hanging out in East Oakland or Oakland? Where was it? Where were you living at? East Oakland. Okay. Yeah, so East Oakland. Were you just kind of like just hanging out and just or were you in any groups or? I've been in a few groups actually. I've um, I've been on solo. I've been in a few groups. Um, last group I was in kind of fizzled out. Not necessarily fizzled out. Not not anything bad like that. But mm -hmm. you know. Um, my boy, he had, he uh, ended up having a baby. He, you know, took that to heart and became a dad. And I was like, hey man, more power to you. You know what yes, I'm saying? Exactly. Because I know how that is. I have a 10 year old myself. So, 
you know, when you want to be a dad, man, I'm not about to stand in front of that at all. Amen. You know? Amen. Amen. So, Wiz, Wiz, how did you get your name? How, how did that, that develop in your life? Well, because we all call you Wiz. Right, right, you know? right, right. And that's just the, the piece of my name. The, the whole name is Ancient One Thy Wizard. And, uh, you know, the whole ancient one came from the, well, first I started off as the chosen one, but then I found out that there's somebody who had that name trademarked. So I was like, I'm not going to do that because in the long run, you end up getting sued and it's just a whole mess. Mm -hmm. So I ended up changing my name. I was like, okay, I'll be the ancient one then. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so I did a few research on that. There's not too many people called that unless you watch Marvel, then, you know, what that is, you know, but uh, the wizard part came as uh, the group I was just talking about I was in. So it was uh, Aso the Ghost, and he had, that was his uh, stick was being the ghost. And then I had uh, Jiggles Loons the Ninja, and he was the ninja guy, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they were like, you gotta have something extra on the end of your ancient one. So I was like, I'm a wizard. And they stuck, it just, it stuck, just stuck like that. So and, and ancient you, one the wizard, like yeah. You know? Wow, that's amazing. So there's all your friends, wait, like when you're uh, doing some things with uh, people, they call you the Wiz too, like we all Yeah, do. yeah. I mean, I mean, like 90% of the people I hang out with, I'm, I'm Wiz now. Mm -hmm. I don't even have a real name anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, you know, uh, the Wiz here, like, when, how we communicate, he calls me Voodoo because of Blue Voodoo, right? Right, right, right? So we have sort of like that, that I know immediately who it is when he says Voodoo. It's the Wiz, man. Yeah. I feel magical when he, he, when he texts me and things. You know, you... What gets you the influences when you do your rap? How does it, is it social commentary? Is it the love of your wife or your children or whatever? How do you get your imagination when you're actually rapping? Well, really, it's more of like what I've been through. I try to put a lighter note and a lighter spin on what I've been through. Mm -hmm. And um, just inspiration comes from anywhere. Like I could look at the ground and go, oh, that's a rock right there. The rock is blue. I'm, I'm okay, I'm gonna write a verse about this blue rock. Mm -hmm. You know, and it, I mean, literally I can pull it out of the air. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And some days you have them good days, some days you have them bad days. <laughs> Writer's block is a mug, you know? <laughs> but you know, for the most part, inspiration, it comes real natural, real easy, mm -hmm. you know? And then having, the, having um, the wizard on the end of my name, that means, you know, I can go, anywhere now, you know, any dive into any kind of wizardry and pull that out and make, make some uh, rhymes about that as well, so. So is the, as you know, we're all in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Does, has the pandemic has actually uh, hurt you at all because you can't perform or, you know, I know you could do your recordings, but you're not performing either, are you? Are no, you? we, I haven't did any performances for a while now. I want to say almost, almost a year and a half maybe, mm -hmm. but, um, before everything happened, we were on the move. I had like about 10 shows booked. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately this pandemic hit and a lot of those doors closed after that. Mm -hmm. But I still am in talks with a lot of these people and they're just waiting for the pandemic to lift just mm -hmm. like I am. It didn't necessarily hurt me, but I love being on stage. Oh, so, you know, stage is like, is my home. So, you know, when I get up there, I'm, I'm the wizard, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, it didn't hurt me, but you know now it's uh, it's more of a footwork game. I have to you have to you know blast a lot of stuff on social media, let people see what you're doing, and mm -hmm. you know you got to have the videos going so mm -hmm. people can see what you're doing. And but really, it's been a blessing. It's not I'm not having taken really too much any hardships or anything like that. Right. So I mean, it's really it's really been f uh, 
50-50, basically, 50. yeah. So do you work at your craft all the time? I mean, like, you know, like how you say sometimes you get a, a, a musical block where you kind of, and then you look at something that's very simple and you just go, wow, look at the Wiz is just creating this magic at everything. So where do you actually, um, do you write every day or you just, do you rhyme it every day or how do you approach, you know, the first time, the first rap group I heard, well, really, the, the first person I thought that really did rap uh, was was called Scat, was Louis mm -hmm. Armstrong, mm -hmm. you know, because you listen to him, how he sings, right. and the, but the very first band that I ever heard or group was Two Live Crew, mm -hmm. and they were, they were like real, real raw, yeah. you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> and, and I got that right at when they came out, mm -hmm. you know, so how do you, tr tr you know, travel through your rap. I mean, you could talk about a lot. I know you could swear, you could do all kinds of things. How do you manipulate that whole that whole process? Well, I don't write, well, before, when I was in the groups, it was like a thing for us to meet up and just kind of just shoot off ideas, bounce off ideas on each other. And then we would like write like once a week, like faithfully, you know, just sit down for like six to eight hours and just really go in. And we could write a whole album in just those eight hours, you know? Right. But um, it it gets to a point to where it's like you don't want to write all the time because then it just becomes repetitive and then you don't want to do it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I can be asleep and I can wake up out of a dead sleep because I had a dream of me rhyming something. I'm like, oh, I got to write that down, you know, and then I'll go back to sleep and then I'll wake up and the, the next week later, I'm like, OK, I got to add to that. And then, you know, I'll look at it again, go, ah, I'm not going to write today. I'm tired. And then you go, OK, then, you know, Okay, I'm playing with my son. Okay, we're not playing anymore. Let me let me go back and see. Oh, I wrote that. Let me. Oh, I got it. I got another. I got another line for that. You know. Mm -hmm. But it just comes in spurts, really. But when I'm on, I'm on, and I'm just I'm just writing, writing, writing. Mm -hmm. When I feel the bug, I make sure I fucking put it all down on paper. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So when you're, do you have like a machine at home where you have a beat machine, or there, or do you do you take samples of things too, or are you just your music or your beat or whatever you're doing at that particular time to create the wits. Yeah, I run um I run everything through reasons. I love reasons as a doll. Um I have a MIDI controller which is actually broken right now and I need to get a new one. So I haven't been making any music for like the past couple months, but uh -huh. I'm looking on getting me a new MIDI controller. But yeah, I make everything right there in house and sometimes my son, I'll have my son listening to it. I'm like, you like this? And I put the headphones, he's like yeah, that's cool, Dad. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. So, and you know, I always get my feedback from my son, even sometimes where I'm sitting there and I'm like, I need an extra hand. So I tell him, hey, get on the keyboard. And when I tell you to press the button, press it. And I'm going to record when I'm done. Just press this button. That's it'll beautiful. stop. And he loves it. He even like, Dad, can I make a beat today? I'm like, yep, let me set you up. You know, and he'll that's go beautiful. in there. He has like five or six beats on there. So that's beautiful, man. It's real cool. <laughs> Making him a little producer, man. Yeah. Moving the knobs with just a little button right there. So in your life, and you, I know that we have talked off off the you know off the air and stuff like this and we we're really close close friends mm. um who would you like to perform with or who would you like to perform with dead or alive in your life who are some of your biggest influence and you know make it make it wide man who would yeah. you like to play with and 
like we said, dead or alive, who 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 are those? Who are those um, influences? I mean, obviously Tupac or Biggie, either or really, to be to be to just sit in the same room as that type of person, mm -hmm. that to me is just all worth it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But um, wow, too I would love to do if if Michael Jackson was still around, I would love to do some music with Mike. Mm -hmm. Would love to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, As a child, were you influenced by Michael? Oh yeah, yeah. I had every CD, every CD man. Really? I'm talking every CD. My mom was always like, "Be quiet, turn the mic down." <laughs> like, hey, it's Michael Jackson, History Part Two. I gotta listen to it, you know. And she was right there, you know. She's the one buying me all the CDs, so you know I'm gonna be listening to them. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Michael Jackson definitely. Um, I would love to do music with um, like older cats too, um, like uh, Luther Vandross. Uh, I would love to just be in that moment with them and, and, and just bounce that vibe, that energy off of me. What can I mm -hmm. bring out of myself after they bounce their energy off me? Mm -hmm. Because I like running with that, you know, mm -hmm. like as we sit down and we write, you know, my boy will say something, I'll go, ooh, that's nice. And I'll go, I got something for that. You know, so yeah. just imagine, you know, Mike or Luther or somebody sitting there and they, they say something or they sing something. You go, ooh, I got something for that. You know what I'm saying? So put a little spice. Yeah, on. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm going to name I'm going to throw some names at you. Uh, Prince. Mm -hmm. Would you like to have played with him? Oh, or, yes. You know? I wish I could play the guitar better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I dabble, but I'm, I'm no I'm no Prince. <laughs> mm -hmm. So let's OK. I'm going to throw another name. And I got to meet this man, mm -hmm. uh, Barry White. Ooh. I, that you sounded like Barry yeah. right there. You actually sound like Barry. I actually uh, talked with Barry. Was I was the only guy in line with all these women, mm -hmm. and it was like uh, you know on Martin Luther King Way. There's a bookstore right there right. on MacArthur, and I was the only guy there. Everybody else, man, the people would stop and go, "Hey, bro, man, what's going on out there?" I said, "Barry White." They go, "Barry White." I said, "Barry's right in there, man." Got to meet him. Actually, nice. got to talk to him. The first nice. thing he said to me when I, when I walked up to him. He goes, hey, is that real hair that you got right there? Oh. And I said, yeah. And he goes, man, that's a beautiful thing. He goes, I can't believe it, man. You are blessed. And Barry White's talking to me. Right. You know, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. you meet somebody like that with his background that mm -hmm. he had, you know, and then, yeah, it's just Barry, Barry's really was really good. I mean, he, he was beautiful. Yeah, and you don't know what to expect, you know what I'm saying? To approach somebody that legendary, you're like, what is he going to say? Is he, is he cool? Is he, is he mean? Like, what is, what is he going to do? Totally cool. Hey, totally best. cool. And, and you know what? I expect, I didn't expect that, but I was, I mean, I, we actually just talked just like this. And then he signed a book for Victoria, you know, my yeah, wife. Yeah, And uh, we just went on. You know, you talked about when, when you were doing your rap, who are some of your guys' your rap influencers? Um, I'm, I'm a lot influenced by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, their, their, their whole, uh, you know, up-tempo beat, their, you know, they're very, very harmonistic. Like, they can be rapping but singing at the same time. I always thought that was really cool, mm -hmm. you know? And I was, I've always tried to do that, but it never sounds right, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, maybe I shouldn't do that, find my own lane. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would all, that, Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, Ice Cube as a writer, <laughs> You know what I mean? He wrote a lot of stuff yeah, and crazy. a lot of stuff you hear now, you're just like, wow. You know, mm -hmm. like he's the guy who made NWA what they are, to be real. I was just going to bring <laughs> that up, man. Now, what do you think? How was that group to you? NWA? Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, that blew my mind because mm -hmm. I was little mm -hmm. and my stepdad had threw it on one time and I was just like, oh, like, who are these guys? And then I was like, every he would listen to that song every day and I'm just like, man, I, 
I got I gotta be like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I gotta be able to speak my mind, let people know what's really going on. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna sugarcoat nothing. I want you to really hear my life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah. So when you were when you were young, mm-hmm. were you performing in high school or were you just just kinda hanging out on, you know, you know, let's get get real. I mean, street corner, uh, singing on the uh, on the street, mm-hmm. or just going in a neighborhood. When you're in your neighborhood, yeah. you get actually people. Real, hey, man, the Wiz knows he's, he's he's doing his rap. Right. How did you move into like you said you love the stage? Where where did that? Did, did you do that when you were young? No, actually, um, I was terrified. You know really? what I'm saying? I had stage fright. I did not want to get on stage. I didn't want nobody to see me. You know what I'm saying? None of that. But what overcame it? Just one day, uh, a friend of mine was like, hey, I'm doing a show. And he was like, you want to open up for me? And I was like, first I was like, I don't know. You know, and he was like, you can do it, bro. I hear you rapping all the time. You're good, man. They're going to love you. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, it's only one song. It's about three minutes. So I was like, I can get on there and mm-hmm. hop off real quick and go hide in the back after, you know. But I, <laughs> You know, so. I did it one time and um, as I'm as like in the middle of the song, mm-hmm. everybody just stands up and they're just like they're loving it. And I'm just like, that's what that feels like. And that that right there literally broke the whole that stage fright thing. And that, I was like, I got to I got to get on stage. I got to get on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So you have a, an interesting I, I'm, I'm noticing your your uh, shirt that you have on your hoodie. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, yeah. what is that? What is that significant? Tell me what that's about. right? Oh, there. this is Wayward Wizard Group. This is my company. Uh-huh. Dying Breed Enterprises LLC is the label. Wayward Wizardry Group is me as a whole. You know what I'm saying? That's right. the sub company under the company. Mm-hmm. And um, this is just it. We got hoodies and I also have sweatpants being made as well with the emblem on them as well mm-hmm. that will be for purchase shortly. Uh-huh. You know, but uh-huh. this is me. That's you. You know, this is me. You That's see anybody right. with this, this Wayward Wizardry group on, they probably got it from me. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, That's definitely. Good. So uh, on your, on your, on your, uh, so you become an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people always seem like, oh, you know, this, that, and other. And I'm like, hey, man, I own my own record label, man. You know what I mean? That's so right. <laughs> That's right, man. So when you, uh, are you, when you record and then when you actually finish a piece of recording, mm-hmm. how are you using it? Is it CD form? Is it the thumb drive? How are you getting it out so that, you know, people could hear it? Um, DistroKid. Anybody who's watching this, get DistroKid. If you're any type of musician, artist, whatever, distrokid.com get it because they you upload your music and they put it everywhere really literally everywhere iTunes Spotify everywhere mm-hmm. you know in, like places you would never be able to put your music on like on your independent self it would right. take a little longer right. but distrokid has all those connects already ironed out for you mm-hmm. and it's it's very cheap okay so there is a a, a price there is a price yes but it's worth it because you're your spectrum of music goes every, everywhere. Yes, yes. So when you, uh, okay, so you're doing that, so you, and you're starting to sell merchandise. That's really kind uh-huh, of cool, uh-huh. with the, because like you just said, yeah. You know. So what do you think of today's music? How we move forward, and what do you see in the future? I mean, because you are the future. You know, rap has become the biggest seller. Mm-hmm. It took a while, but you know, you had the you had people listening to it, and then. Uh, the suburbs got a hold of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just made it blast off because they were hearing a sound or a vibe I yeah. think, that made it even bigger. Something they were looking for. Exactly. And, and so what do you, what does you think music is going to go right now? Personally, there's a lot 
of, there's a lot of BS. Let me just put that out there. There's a lot of BS and a lot of this just, oh, I heard a beat and it sounds amazing, but it's like, he didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? I was, I grew up on storytelling, the art of storytelling, you know, yes. Too Short, mm -hmm. E-40, they would tell you a whole story and you could, mm -hmm. you could visualize exactly mm -hmm. what they're doing just by listening to their song. Mm -hmm. That's what I pride myself on, mm -hmm. you know, and I try to, I try to tell my story. I try to do a storytelling, whether it's, oh, I'm going to the beach today or I'm going to work today. You know, mm -hmm. I want to tell that story. Mm -hmm. So when you hear it in your ears, you can go, oh, I see it. Oh, the way I can feel the water on my face. He's describing it so good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that the it, it is what it is. I um I wish it could be better. Mm -hmm. I wish it could be better. Mm -hmm. Um, but hopefully that mumble arrow will fizzle out and we'll get back to it. There you go. <laughs> you know, you you mentioned a story, how the storyline goes, and that's one how I hear rap. It's a it's like almost an autobiography of these different artists, right? Yeah. Sort of like it's the same thing. I look at it as because you know I'm a rock musician, you've been to, to watch Blue mm -hmm. Blue, I look at it as a as a as a um, and a progressive way progressive mode where the blues started because they were those guys were telling their story. They're getting beat. Yeah. They're telling, hey man, the you know the the master's getting ready to knock me out or mm -hmm. whatever, kill me or whatever. He's taking my wife, right? You right. know my girlfriend or whatever. I'm working in the field. What the fuck's going on, right? Right, right. So that's how I look at rap. It has that same of you could follow that path, mm -hmm. you know. Um, does jazz influence you at all? Yeah, I love mm -hmm. jazz. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I used to actually play the saxophone in the sixth grade. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you hear that at all anymore? Uh, not not as much as I used to. Mm -hmm. uh, if I pulled out a saxophone and tried to play it, you'd probably run out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I did dabble for a minute there. Mm -hmm. But jazz, jazz is definitely a genre I do listen to. So. I'm going to ask you something, and you don't have to, and you can. Mm -hmm. Can you do a little rap here with us? Can you do it? Uh, just a little bit of a rap? Just, you know, just, just can you think of something that you could do? Would, um, do improvisation for me? Yes, no, yes, uh, no. It's okay. It's okay. I know you're on camera, but. Yeah, but. You know, I'm putting them on the do we, do we? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I can. Can we cuss on here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to. It's okay, because what basically is we're going to go every time you cuss, because we already did, we already dropped two episodes. Right, I already. did. I was like, ooh. But that's the most protected world, uh, word in the universe right now, right? So if you want to, you'll just hear it when, you, when we do do it, and if they edit, it's going to probably go beep, beep, beep. Okay. You know, so j just give us a 30-second 30, 30 wrap of, of what you do. Okay. Uh... Did this motherfucker really just insulting my intelligence? I'm thinking it's about this time and I hit the rhyme with hit him with this relevant. You noticed I have quoted with potence and duly noted and you noticed I wrote it so get shorted on short notices. There's no turning back. Now welcome to my castle. You can look around but don't touch nothing. Still rhyming words with Satchel. Now he's at you shadow master but I call him the pan man. Big brother dummy. Whoa, just bow down man. <laughs> Thank you so much for right doing that man. I mean that. Wiz, man, you're a joy. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm, hey. uh, you know, I'm so glad that you're here, man. Uh, you know, time has actually just moves mm -hmm. and when you're in here, man. I am, it, it, you know what, it's great just to know thank you. you. Thank you, thank you. You're totally an artist at the highest level. I hope you, I wish you the best in the future with everything that you're doing, obviously. We might even do a show together, man. You might open up happen. for us. You know what I mean? It can happen. Right. And if you, all you got to do is ask, and I'll be right <laughs> there. I know that. So, you know, what we normally do at the end of the show, um, we say thank you to all the people that watch our show worldwide. 
I'd like to thank everybody who has supported us. We're in our 11th year. And I want to thank Chad and T and Sujoy, who actually just makes all this happen. I hope we get out of the pandemic. But at the end of the show, we give everybody a kiss and we hold it for a while. Here okay. we go. You ready? This is to all the ladies and all the people in the world that want to have love and respect and equality in this world, because I'm for it. Peace and love to all of you. Peace and love. Peace, man. Thank <laughs> you.